You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Hello, welcome back to our podcast, Changing Lives, as we are changing lives with the Word of God. I am so happy to come again and connect with you through this podcast. It gives me great joy to be able to share and impart to you. I have a very wonderful um, subject that we're going to be addressing. This is kind of like a special edition that we're having um, in light of all the different changes that we've had to make uh, dealing with the quarantine as it relates to uh, the coronavirus. And um, I just know that many of you, I can hear your cry. (laughs) Help, help, help. Why? Because I'm one of those that's in there that just needs some wisdom and some guidance and direction to flow in this new um, task that we have uh, on our hands to to navigate as homeschoolers. Um, Two weeks ago, we got into this thing where the system, the school system, the governor had requested that we uh, go into quarantine or take the kids out of school for at least two weeks. And so that's where my mind was, okay, I can do it for two weeks. And then the next thing I know, uh, th- it was for the rest of the school year. And so I was like, ah, oh my gosh, what are we going to do now? You know? And so, um, so that first couple of days was a little, uh, shaky. But then I pulled up my boots, strapped them up, and I said, okay, girl, you got to do this thing. Um, You know, and I've been talking to just different people, and we have a wonderful guest with us today, and she has been homeschooling. And and once you find out the dynamics of her homeschooling um, journey, you will know that she has some information that's going to be very valuable to you. And so I just want to encourage you. uh, Again, I've been sharing from out of Philippians 4.13 that says that we have strength for all things through Christ who empowers us. In the Amplified, it goes on to say that we are ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength within us. We are self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. And so that scripture by itself just lets me know that we are not in this thing alone, that if God is on our side, then certainly we can do what we need to do and do it with a a wonderful grace because he is our help. And so I want to introduce to you our guest. Uh, She is Sister Tiffany Winston. She is a member of Mount Gilead. And I'm going to give her an opportunity to just give a little bit about her credentials, if you will, um, and what qualifies her to be, I say, the expert on homeschooling. You know, I've always admired those who I've had friends and different people that I've known to be homeschoolers. I I put high regard on those people because you have to have more than just the talent and gift of teaching. To uh, You need to have that grace to be able to work with your children. So Sister Tiffany Winston, we say welcome to you. Thank you so Thank much for you. joining joining us on our podcast. Just tell us a little bit about yourself. And like I said, what gives you the credentials to be our homeschool <laughs> schooler expert? Well, hi, Co-Fast. It's such an honor to be asked to be on your show with you on your podcast. Um, my name is Tiffany Winston. I've been married for 19 years. My husband and I, we have seven children. And, um, Say that again, seven? 
Seven? Yes, seven. Wow. Only seven. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they range in age. We have two-year-old twins, and we go all the way up to 16 years old. And um, we've oh, been my word. <laughs> oh, my word. Can we just stop right there and digest that? <laughs> so you said you have two you have twins that are two years old. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then they spread all the way to what age? To 16. Wow. Yes. 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 Oh my two, goodness. Four, two, four, nine, 11, um, 14 and 16. Yes. I, you know, I still have to think about it too sometimes because ages change. We have birthdays, but yes, um, we've been homeschooling ever since my oldest, um, began kindergarten and, um, it, it has been a blessing. Um, it started off, I had to learn just like everybody is finding themselves at now. I had to learn and, you know, find my flow and mm -hmm. um, we've been doing it and it's, it's been blessed. It has really been blessed. That's awesome. Uh, again, I, I give high regards to you. <laughs> um, I mean, it's different just to have one, maybe two, but when you're talking about from the age of two years, to 16 and you're you're telling me you're homeschool every last one of them from the time that your oldest was in kindergarten. Oh my goodness. That wow. Wow. So I know you have a wealth of information that you can share with us. And you know, for me, uh, I have shared on the previous podcast that um I have three older kids and then I have a younger child who is 11 years old and she is quite a spitfire and but yet I'm thankful for her and we are yet in this homeschooling um journey along with a lot of the other uh um parents who are in this thing with us and um as I mentioned it started out a little shaky because I was one that oh I'm going to get this thing we're going to conquer this thing and I was like Oh, Lord, I remember going to my bathroom. Lord, you're going to have to help me because it's more than just teaching a child information, you know. And so, um, you know, you share uh, some tips that, that as far as some talking points that we're going to be addressing um, today. And so one of the first ones that um, you talked about or you shared is to teach the word of God or to have devotion. And I want to just start out from that, a scriptural basis that supports that. And then I want you to share the dynamics of what that does as far as when you're homeschooling from age two to 16, what, what does that do? So in um, Deuteronomy 6, chapter 6, verses 5 through 9, and I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. It says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your mind and heart and with your entire being and with all your might. And all these words, which I am commanding you this day shall be first in your own minds and hearts. Then you shall writ and sharpen them so as to make them penetrate and teach and impress them diligently upon the minds and hearts of your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise up and you shall bind them as a sign upon your hand and they shall be as frontlets, forehead bands between your eyes and you shall write them upon the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Share with us about the importance of 
putting God in this thing called homeschooling? Um, I think a lot of people are finding out now that homeschooling is bigger than just the education. Yes. <laughs> it's, um, it's about the character. It's about um, setting the atmosphere in your home each day yes. because yes. it's it's no break. <laughs> it's no them leaving and right. you get your break. And so it, it has to stay at a consi- consistent atmosphere all throughout the day. Our One of the first things we do is we, we try to do it before we even start the day. I don't care if it is just like a worship song, if yes. it is, um, you know, we have a devotional book that we go through, but we sit down and we talk to them and, okay, you know, what are our goals for the day? Okay, let's let's open up with a scripture. Just doing it that way, because we started off, I started off being a very traditional homeschooler in which, you know, it was regimented and that was not always included in. Right. And I noticed that the day, even if we get started late, if we have that time, first mm-hmm. it seems like the flow the confusion is limited um everybody we're able to establish okay what's our goal today all right yeah. let's get it done but um it's to us we've always taught our children you know matthew six thirty three, seek ye first the kingdom yes and yes. and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well so our priority is putting the kingdom of god in our kids before anything else that's that's the first thing right (laughs) and and then you know once our priorities are straight now we can go ahead and we can let's get this education on let's look at the schedule and see what we have to do today so like that that's that's not even up for discussion at this point that's the way (laughs) that's really how we do it and that's how we do well and do it peacefully it's starting the day that's great, you know, and so and that was one of the things that um, even though I, I, you know, I thought I was going to have this iron rod and we're going to do this, 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 and this, that was one of the things I knew that if, if, if it's going to be successful that I had to have in place. And it's, you don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to be a preacher. You know, you just got to be relevant. And that, I think that's what, you know, our kids are looking for because you're in a home environment. They're not expecting this to be like school, you know, yes, you're going to be learning and all that. So, but like you said, the flexibility that we have, you know, to have in your home and and all of that, that's, that's an added plus to that. And so I think it's important that, you know, we certainly know that our day just by ourselves, you know, just take the homeschooling part off the table, but just to get into God's presence and to seek him first, it helps to put everything in order. You know, we can hear more clearly from him. And even though we may have a plan, which we'll talk about a little bit, you know, you know, God may pull an audible, you know, it may be, you know, we just learn for a couple of hours and then we go outside and just have fun and do different things. And that's the wonderful flexibility that we have. But when you're in tune to God, he can feed you and he can guide you and he can direct you. And I can imagine, you know, what you, with you, where you have multiple children, multiple ages, multiple grades that you need to hear from God to know how to really navigate this thing, to give each of them what they need in their respective, you know, um, grade level. And so, uh, you know, what better <laughs> tool than to have God on your side? You know, he, he, he is our anchor. And so, 
Um, so definitely, I say to you, those of you who are listening, you know, if you don't know anything else, don't fret, don't worry, just get this part right. And it doesn't have to be long. You know, I've been having just uh, some short devotionals where I, you know, uh, my daughter's at the age of 11 where I can ask her, well, what's on your heart? Because I've been sharing a little bit, helping her to navigate through, you know, what's going on in the world and and to help her keep things in perspective because I feel like it's my part, it's my role as a parent to, you know, yeah, I'm protecting our guarder, but I don't want to be too guarded where she doesn't have that opportunity to be able to use her faith and to be able to have a sensitivity to what's going on in the world, to be able to know how to pray, how to hear God for herself. That's This is an awesome opportunity. And so it's doing those devotions that it may be 10, 15 minutes, maybe not even that long, but just to get into the word, say, well, what scripture is on your heart? And giving them an opportunity to pray, you know, and um, and then sharing just a few things. And, and then that's it. You know, it doesn't have to be structured so much to the point where it's really something that they dread, but just something that gives them an opportunity to to have a sense of of ownership, a, a, a sense of um, value that it's important for for uh, us to know how they feel and how they are interacting with God as well. And uh, certainly it sets the tone, um, like you said, for the rest of the day. And so, yes. So first thing, make sure you're seeking first the kingdom of God. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will direct you. And it will just put things in order. So tell me, you know, as far as another thing, we talked a little bit about uh, a plan schedule. Tell me a little bit about the dynamics of that and um, how do we work a plan? And especially, you know, I mean, even for me with just one, I, you know, I realize, okay, I, I need to have some type of order, you know, so you go ahead and share with us. Yes. Um, I, one of the biggest things that I've told um, different moms and a couple of dads that reached out to me was, you know, mm-hmm. just make sure you don't camp out of that place of feeling overwhelmed. You know, OK, right. it's, it's in your lap now. <laughs> first thing yes. first is, you know, look over what your child's um, curriculum is, what they what they have to do and then make a plan. And um, write out the subjects. And it's so true. You know, make it plain. Write it down. Um, What your goals are. Set a goal. Okay, this week we want to get this much accomplished. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I spoke to one mom and she said that her her son's teacher sent home like six weeks worth of work. And I was like, okay, (laughs) that sounds ambitious. (laughs) (laughs) But I told her, I said, okay. You know, first things first, sit down, write it out and get a goal, break it down, divide it up into six weeks and write it on a schedule. And, you know, because you're not familiar with the flow of homeschooling yet, um, that board, that schedule, what we do, we post the schedule, um, a Monday through Friday schedule that our day is expected to start at this time. And, you know, it goes from hour to hour and it depends on the age of your child, of course. But, right. you know, just from from morning to afternoon, however long you want your homeschool day to look and you put everything on there, whether, OK, we're going to do English and science in the morning and we're going to do math and um, history in the afternoon. 
put it mm-hmm. on there. And then that way it's a predictable day for them. Mm-hmm. When they wake up, they know what's they know what's expected. It gets them in a routine because when they go into the classrooms, they have routine. They know yeah. that they're supposed to go in there, sit down and do this. And you need to establish that for your home. And so yes. it's a beautiful thing when they wake up and they don't need you to get started. The goal is for them to be able to flow yes. without needing yes. you as much as possible. And so yeah. um, the biggest thing, familiarize yourself with the curriculum, help them break it down. For many kids, um, from what I'm hearing, it's more of review that they are given from the school as opposed to having, you know, the parents having to introduce new material to them. And so, right. um, you know, a lot of stuff prayerfully, they will already know how to do. You just want to make sure that they're doing it. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. right, you know, this week is a perfect week and is to, you know, put it out and make it plain. So next week you can hit the ground running and say, okay, this is how we, you know, the first day we're going to go through together. And then the next time we're going to try to see how much of it you can flow through, you know, with minimal assistance. And I'm just checking on you and I'm here for questions and I can help reteach some stuff, but it's getting yeah. independent. That is the key. Um, yes especially when you have an older child that's transitioning, you know, there yeah. that, you know, no time is wasted. Yeah. That's, that's good information. You know, for, for some of us, um, uh, my daughter's in the fifth grade, so they already had like a schedule that they gave at the beginning of the year. So I kind of use that loosely because the first day that I tried to use it, I was like, okay, I can't be rigid with this schedule because it's it's going to drive me crazy and I'm not go- about to go that route. <laughs> and so um so I just kind of used it loosely so as to not to try to do everything in one day and it kind of helped to give that that little bit of structure. But you know the other thing that we have to think about. I think everyone has a different journey be- depending on the school system that you're in, depending on the grade that you're in. Um you know, and I and I I I want to make sure that um, those who are listening, that you don't put overdue stress on yourself. You know, um, don't put the stress of trying to perform and and, and to do this, you know, like um, Sister Tiffany said, you know, work out a plan, look at, you know, what you have in front of you, um, but recognize that there is a great level of grace that's coming along with this because the teachers know, the administration know, um, you know, that, you know, most parents aren't, you know, really, you know, bent towards homeschooling, but they also know that it's it's still a great responsibility for them to help the parents to succeed as much as possible in this, you know. At least that's my prayer that a majority of the teachers are. I know that I received that from my daughter's teachers, um, that they are very much invested in this, that they didn't just send home the work and then leave me, you know, hanging. So they have great support systems where you can reach them through email. So definitely do that. Even if you're just talking to them, just to reach out to them, you know, so you can know that, okay, when you do get to, or if you do get to that point where you need to, you know, reach out to them, you're not fumbling around trying to figure out, well, how do I make contact with them? So I would say now, you know, reach out to them and just say, I just wanted to let you know, I'm here, I'm in this thing and we're working this thing together, that I'm very present in and the investment of my child's um, education and a partner with you as the, her te- or him or her um, teacher. And so I think that that is key, you know, um, to recognize uh, those points that, 
um, you know, you're working at it with your, with the teacher and the level of grace. So you have to give yourself the grace too as well. And I know for me, I had to make some adjustments. I had to realize, okay, you're going to have to lighten up a little bit, you know, yes, yeah, still have the structure, but don't be so rigid, you know, um, let this be, cause home is a place of refuge. Home is a place, you know, where, where you should have peace. And so certainly we don't want to allow the enemy to take this thing and, and just throw that, um, you know, monkey's wrench in there. And then we're, we're just going all over the place. We, we as parents um, and we as children of God have the tools that we need to maintain peace and order in our house. And we just have to have the mindset that we need to do what we need to do in order to maintain that peace. And a big part is receiving that grace um, and giving ourselves grace to work through this. And so, yes, yes. Another thing that you mentioned as a pointer was as far as the the hours that spent, you know, um, for me, like I said, I, I, you know, I was like, okay, we're going to get up at this time and we're not going to end until the time that you normally end in school. And, and I, I was, I was just, you know, worked up and she was worked up and I was like, okay, this is not going to work. So tell us a little bit about how the wisdom behind, you know, working that schedule and working the hours that you put in, in a given day. You know, um, I always remind people like in, in school is what tw- between 25 and 30 kids and mm-hmm. your numbers are drastically reduced. It takes a lot yeah. of time. To, it take a, it takes a lot of time to rally together, you know, 25 to 30 kids. It's just you one-on-one. So you'll find right. that you move, you will move through your day pretty quickly. <laughs> for yes. the most part. And that used to really um, play with my mind in the beginning. Because um, I was feeling like, you know, Lord, am I am I teaching my son enough when we first began? Because I'm right. like, you know, I feel like our day, we, it's still morning and we're done, you know. And <laughs> right. it's like you got to remind yourself, hold on, it's just it's just us. It's not a whole. Yes. And so um, it's important to accept that, you know. That's why your your schedule is going to play a big part as long as you know that you're getting it all done. Now you have time for other things. You can, yeah. you know, you can add other things into their, um, into their day, into their schedule. And so it, it doesn't have to look, you kind of have to erase out of your mind what you remember school to be. Right. <laughs> As a parent. Yeah. Say, this is a whole, this is something completely different. And yes. my husband, my son, he used to be, um, just famous for, you know, wanting to work really quick. That would be good motivation for him. He'd be like, okay, so once I'm done, I can go outside and play. And I would be like, yeah. So he would just roll through the work and I would be like, you know what? Maybe I need to add more work to his schedule. And my my husband was like, no, you know what? That's the reward for diligence. And so if they're in there and they're getting it done and y'all are, you know, meeting the goals, it's nothing wrong with your day being shorter than normal Um, and filling it with other things that can, that can, so into their lives as well. So, right. Right. Yeah. I think that's key. 
Yeah, I think it's key what you just said, filling it with other things, because you don't want to, you know, it's, it's. I mean, certainly during this time, you want to give the flexibility, you know, kids like video games, they like TV, you know, all those things, but you don't want to have an overdose of that, you know, and certainly there may be some times when you have, because I know, you know, for a lot of, um, for, for a lot of us that are at home, we have other things that were already on our schedule, you know, and so some, there's some parents that are working at home you know, and, um, you know, so how do you navigate that? You know, and so, so, so if you have a case where your child is, it finishes up their schoolwork early, you still want to have a loose, at least a loose plan of, okay, well, I'll allow you to spend this much time with social media or allow you to spend this much time with um, TV or video games, but then you shift to something else, you know, you know, reading, um, we have crafts and different things, you know, definitely outside, getting outside, exercising, those types of things. So you want to make sure you have a balance of that. And one of the things that the Lord led me to do, I actually have this index card box and I have some color-coded um, index cards. And some of them I, I wrote down entertainment type things like the Wii, Wii Sport and, um, you know, the video games and you know, just, uh, she, my daughter loves Legos. So I put Lego up there, you know, and just other different things. And, um, and then I have something that relates to just like activities, like a craft, you know? And so she's got like, you know, different things she's gotten for her birthday that are different crafts, things like making slime and which is not necessarily my favorite thing, but we're working through it. <laughs> Baking, we bake cookies uh, as a SOS challenge that we had with the with the young girls ministry. Um, she has a kit that that shows how to make origami, um, you know, and just other things, you know, how to make uh, bath bombs and things like that. So those are things I put on those cards, and so I get, had, you know, I just started it, and so far it's working pretty good. Where I gave her the the you know, index, you know, the the index card box, and I said, okay pick one color out of each area. And, um, and then I challenged her to pick something different than she picked the day before. And even though we may not get through everything, at least it's a loose plan of, okay, you may spend about 30 minutes, you know, on the video game, maybe an hour, but then after that, you know, let's move on to something else. And it's been a great help to, you know, cause that way, I already know she's going to move on to something else, but then I can get a little bit of work done too of some other things that I've had on my plate, you know? So I think it's good, you know, to, to recognize, like I said, the plan is good, but don't have an iron fist with trying to work this plan because it will become very frustrating because again, the home is an environment of, of so much more than just the learning experience. And so we want to be aware of, um, you know, us being able to to keep that balance, you know, in in our homes, you know. So yes, um, you know, I think you know one of the things that some of some of us as parents are contending with is we're looking at our abilities, you know, um, you know, because I know that with that first week, it was, it was a, it was a a week that was kind of like a temporary contingency plan. And the teachers were just kind of trying to figure this thing out. And the parents were trying to figure this thing out. And there was a couple of times where I had to, to 
go back to what I learned to try to remember some math skills. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm on, <laughs> I'm on the internet trying to find videos, trying to find something to help to reinforce some areas that she's working on that I can tell she's not quite getting. And so, um, you know, so so I, I want you to speak to just uh, the parents and, and you may be able to even share some resources that may be simple enough that we can tap into. And we certainly will take it and put it in our episode notes, um, you know, any links and things like that that you may have in mind. But I think, again, it's that grace that we have um, to work through this, that we don't have to be a, a PhD scholar, you know, um, and and that, you know, math may not have been your strong suit. Don't freak out, you know. Um, again, you have the help of your parents, but share a little bit about that dynamics of homeschooling. Um, it is always... A humbling, you you have to be honest with yourself <laughs> when you know, like, hold on, I don't quite remember this. And over the mm-hmm. years, it's been quite a few times in which I've had to kind of say, okay, um, especially when my son, my oldest son, you know, got up into math when we started getting into the geometry and all of those yeah. things. <laughs> it helped me. But <laughs> at certain points, we did get tutors to help out okay. and mm-hmm. um, as well as his websites. Um, one good one was CTC Math in which he, you know, will find whatever he's on, whatever he's doing in the book. Um, you just Google it, whatever it, it could be doing, uh, whatever it is in the math that he's doing, we just um, type it in and they'll give you plenty of examples. You'll become right. a master at finding different tricks. But a lot yeah. of teachers are now, um, tutoring via zoom and yeah. um, we found some great tutors in the past as well on um craigslist you kind of gotta you got to pick up where you're at um yeah that was that has been a great resource my kids also do um a program twice a week it's called bridge academy um and it's mm-hmm. a homeschool co-op and okay. um my oldest son he takes calculus there and um, my other kids, they'll take different classes there as well. And now they've switched it over to Zoom. I'll share that website as well, because I want to say they're still taking students as well. So it's a ton of stuff out there. Don't ever just sit there and struggle. Um, That's right. When it's something that you know that you need some assistance. Assistance is there. Um, yeah. You just kind of got to reach out, whether it be other parents or um you know, even to their teacher and ask them, do, do they know? But um, I've got some good websites that I can share as well as the Bridge Academy. They are excellent. Um, and it's an excellent resource to homeschoolers. So you don't have to feel like, you know, you're inadequate. No, right. you know, you reach out and you get exactly what you need and you don't, yes. you know, you don't miss a beat. Yeah, that's good. You know, and even at um, Mount Gilead, we're working on uh, doing some things through Zoom with our tutoring program. Um, and certainly, again, I, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, a fan of you know getting that help if you need it. You know, especially the life that uh, me and my husband Bishop 
we leave, where we travel a lot. And I know at this time that we're quarantined, but we've always had tutors to come in at different times to help to assist our kids, even when they were in regular school. And I think it's just something that you just got, again, you have to know where you are. And, um, you know, the, the program that we have at Mount Gilead, it's it's a free um, tutoring program. It's, it's not going to, you know, if you, if you get to the point where you need a whole lot of tutoring, then of course you would want to, you know, look into something that is more sustainable and and, and working with those and, and may require a little, you know, uh, fee or something like that. Um, but definitely, you know, there are resources galore. And sometimes, you know, when you search the internet, it can be overwhelming <laughs> at times, but, um, but the information is there and, and we're here. And so we're creating an environment through Minister um, Tiffany and we have others that are, that are educators, that are homeschoolers as well, that we're going to create that environment where we're here for you, that if you need the help, that won't be one of your issues where you can say that you don't have help. It's just a matter of you being, you know, courageous enough to say, okay, I can't do this by myself. Let me reach out. And even if it's just asking a question, sometimes it's just finding out if what you're doing is the right thing, you know, and, and you just strike in a conversation. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing anything wrong, but just reaching out to someone that has the, that, that, you know, that wisdom under their belt and that know-how and that can help you. And, and then there's times when you can have someone like uh, Sister Tiffany that can give you something that's easier, you know, than what you're doing, you know? And so we need each other and we're going to be here. And um, so I just want to encourage you, you know, to to tap into what's available. Again, I'm going to make sure that we have the, the episode notes and any links uh, that we're going to make sure that we post those. You know, the last thing that I want to share about, and then I have a couple of questions that I want to ask you, is the element of fun. Yes. Share with us about that. That is one of the most important things is to have mm-hmm. fun because your kids can pick up if you are miserable. Right. <laughs> yeah. And our goal is not to torment our children through the homeschooling. It's That's right. <laughs> Or yourselves. Or ourselves, that's right. It's to to have it be a positive experience. And that's one of like the things that you were sharing that you're doing with uh, Mariah. Yes, that's that's what it's all about. It's about creating memories and having fun. And this is like, this is just such an unprecedented time. It's a limited time. Give it all you got, you know, for these last couple of weeks of school. Um, I try to be as creative as possible, you know, different things like, um, you know, just baking different. It's this website that I found that um, will teach you how to, you know, draw different art. And yeah, we went and got um, paint and we, you know, we drew the art and then we painted it and made our own masterpiece with it. It was just, it's fun. It's a good time. It's so much deeper than education. Education yes. is very important, but it's really, it really reestablishes your bond with your children. Um, yes. It's such a different way. And it's such a great experience when you can, you know, make a yes is education, but we are going to have a ball together. 
and YouTube is an awesome resource on, you know, looking up fun family activities and, you know, just thinking out of the box and I'll, you know, I'll say stuff like, okay, we need to hurry up and finish because I got something planned for us, you know, in the backyard, you know, it's the anticipation, it's the, you know, well, what's next? You know, it's not going to be just school as usual. We are going to, we're going to have fun. We're going to enjoy our family and we're going to look at it as such a privilege that you're able to spend this much time with people that love you this much. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You have to, you have to go into it and say, I'm going to do it, but we're going to have fun and I'm going to incorporate fun. So. Yes. Well, you know, I, I noticed that shift, you know, for me and my, and my daughter, Mariah, you know, because once I stopped being so rigid and I just kind of relaxed in this thing and, and I, she made the little comment, mama, I'm, I miss, I miss school, but I love being here with you. And so we're hugging and kissing each other, you know, a lot more than what we do. And I was like, okay, God, you know, you're working it all out together for the good. So, so definitely have fun in this thing. You know, you know, you got to enjoy life and, uh, you know, it's not hinged upon, you know, whether you, where whether you're in good times or bad times, God wants us to have a great life and to enjoy it no matter what we're going through. And we can do that because we have God on our side and he's able to help us balance this thing out. Again, starting out with meeting him and seeking him first. He will show you how to do this. He'll show you how to relax, chill, you know, trust him, depending on the Holy Ghost. Now, let me tell you, you can start out with that devotion, but you you can call on him all throughout <laughs> your time that you have, you know, with working with your kids. So, so Sister Tiffany, I have a couple of questions. And I think they're more so c- coming from me, but I think that the other, you know, parents can identify with it. And so, so I want to know, you know, because again, uh, you know, I, I just admire you. Um, my question is, how do you provide structure for multiple children and different grade levels? The schedule is key. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to schedule it, schedule our day very strategically. Um, I'll have my, as you have, when you have older ones, um, they will need you less, of course, than the younger mm-hmm. ones will. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things they have to do more independently. And so I'll make sure that they're working on independent work while I'm focusing in on the younger ones. And mm-hmm. so it is a, I have to be very strategic as well as um, we teach our children one thing very young, it's called self-control. And mm-hmm. um, they learn it, it's, it's a skill set in which they learn, okay, you know, mommy needs you to sit down still for, you know, 15, 20 minutes of self-control. You can have this toy in your hand. But what that means is you got to sit quiet, give me time to work with this one, because we all know each day doesn't always go as planned, you know, <laughs> sometimes right. stuff does overlap, but yeah. it teaches them that, you know, you have to give mommy grace, but also you have to learn the skill of allowing your brother and sister this time with me while you sit here quiet. And so the biggest thing to start off with is getting that schedule and you looking at it by yourself and try to, you know, strategically schedule it so that each child is getting what they need from you, but you're not, you know, burning yourself out and stressing yourself out trying to make it happen. And the more you do it, that's how you tweak it. And so um, I'll try to make sure that our day is scheduled that way, as well as I'll tell them all the time, you know, hold on. 
this one needs this time with me. What else on the schedule could you be doing while I'm working with this one? And so right, right. some days it goes all very smooth, but other days I'm just like anybody else. It can get kind of hectic, but yeah. we flow and we work through it and we try to keep the, those days minimal. You know. So do you do something like cross training sometimes where you may have the older children that oh, may yes. help, you know, the younger kids? Oh yes, oh yes. Um my son's math is way surpassed mine. My husband took over being his teacher because he loves math. And I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> he took over being his teacher years ago and um and then we um he takes classes and so um when my oldest daughter when she hit I wanna say around sixth grade when she was having some struggles, I'm like, it was like the Lord kind of, you know, put off a light, like, you know, hold on, why am I running back and forth? I'm like, hey, are you done? Can you come and help her? And that's been a good thing. It's it's taught him patience. Yeah. <laughs> and it's taught her patience as well. But it that that is really, it's beautiful. It's the kingdom yeah. when everybody looks for a need and tries to help out. And so if you see, you know, especially even my oldest girls, I have a four-year-old daughter. My oldest girls will um, help her learn her letters and her numbers and stuff like mm -hmm. that, or work with her on sounding stuff out. And so that that is key. That is, that's beautiful. It's teaching them to work together. It's teaching them to be active members in the family. That, yes. is, that is awesome. And that's something that, yes, we utilize that quite often. Wonderful, wonderful. And I think you kind of sort of answered my second question, um, which this is for me too, again, <laughs> how to work with kids that learn at different pace um, or need help with focusing. And so it was key what you talked about as far as learning to have self-control. And that really that within itself can be another podcast, you know, um, this day and age, there's so many different things that really um, tear at the attention of our children. And from the diet to the, the, the social media, the, you know, the, the screen time and uh, all of those different things play into that. But yet and still, also, the biggest component is how the parent navigates through working with their children to have that self-control. And so, um, so, but I, I appreciate you touching bases on that. You know, it's been a wonderful time and I know that you have so much more that uh, you can share with us and, and prayerfully you'll be able to join in again um, when we're a couple of weeks into this thing. I know for my uh, daughter's school, they have kicked into a more permanent type of plan where it's not so much different things that are pieced together. And so, and I think it was probably the same way with many other parents that you know, their school system has now got something that's a little bit more uh, structured and a little bit more uh, dependable and easy to work through and interact with um, their teachers and all of that. And so, so you know, I, I, if you would, I would like for you to pray for our parents and pray for our teachers um, and um, and and uh, just allow the Lord to use you as he lays on your heart what we need in this moment as we go into what is that like the third week? We're on spring break now, but the third week and and uh, in the weeks to come. Yes, I would love to. Father God, we just thank you, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord, for the 
for the opportunity, Lord God, to encourage your people, Lord God. And Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, for all the parents that are, you know, just navigating this new territory, Lord God. And Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, that you have called us to be fearless and courageous, Lord God. Mm -hmm. Father, I thank you for just um, putting in us what we need to make it happen, Lord God. And Father, I just even thank you, Lord God, as to focus on your gifts, Lord. Mm -hmm. Father, I just pray that you will have the parents to focus on what they can do that the teachers cannot, Lord God. Mm -hmm. And Father, I just thank you, Lord God, that even... Lord, I just thank you for your Holy Spirit that will speak to us throughout the day, Lord God, and that even as the schedule is used as a guide, Lord God, we just give you complete control over the yes. homeschools that are going on, Lord God. Help us to be sensitive to the Spirit, to go in your direction, Lord God. Father God, I just thank you that this is an opportunity for each parent to just reconnect where there was any disconnection, Lord God. Yes. Father, even an opportunity to focus in on on character stuff that that you might want to um, that you may want to tweak or have us notice, Lord God. Even self esteem, Lord God. Mm -hmm. Father, I pray, Lord God, that so much more comes out of this time than what we ever even imagined, Lord God. Father God, I just thank you, Lord God, for just building into the families, Lord God, putting the mm -hmm. kingdom of God into these families yes. so that when they do go back, Lord God, that they will go back with a higher self-esteem than what they had, yes. more confidence Hallelujah. than what they had, that the kids will go back spirit-filled, mm -hmm. Lord God, mm -hmm. that they'll even go back into their church youth group, spirit-filled, flowing, and, and looking to be a help, looking to sow into somebody else's life, Lord God. Yes. Father, I thank you for instilling you, into these children children, Lord God. Lord I, Lord, I just thank you for even allowing parents to recognize the gifts that are in their children, Lord God, yes. that might have yes. gotten overlooked. Father, I thank you for pulling out different things in them, Lord God, for the kingdom, Lord God. Father, we just thank you. We worship you. I pray that you will just anoint the parents with what they need to run this race, Lord God. Yes, and yes. I thank you in advance of the praise reports that are going to come yes. forth from Hallelujah. these parents who are spending this time with their children, Lord God. This time that in the past they probably paid, prayed for and did never imagine it being this way, Lord God. But Father yes. God, I thank you, Lord God, for just establishing kingdom families, Lord God. Yes. And Lord, letting the parents see every area in their child's life, Lord God, that you want to use, Lord God, but even just showing them the, those things that might need attention, Lord God. Father, I thank you, Lord, that this is a reboot of your yes. kingdom family, Lord God, yes. that you are giving us this time to come oh, in yes. and get things straight, come in and, and, and work stuff out, Lord God. And Father, yes. I thank you that we're going to come out of this stronger and better than ever. Lord God, Just I just see anointed kids coming up out that house, Lord yes. God. And so, Father, Holy. I just thank you for anointing these children, Lord God. I yes. thank you for your presence being in those homes, Lord God. Mm -hmm. And I just see you just connecting relationships like never before, Lord God, where yes. they were disconnected, Lord God. Lord, I just see harmonious homes just flowing, Lord yes. God. And I yes. thank you yes. in advance for what you're going to do. I thank you that good things are going to come out of this. Where yes. it may have started rocky, I give you the praise in advance yes. that good Holy things are going to come out of this. And I worship you and I thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Glory, Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Oh, Sister Tiffany, thank you so much. This has been, oh my goodness, just a wealth of information, just good nuggets, just good, 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 good information and anointed information. So I certainly appreciate you. You are on my hero list and you are also on my speed dial. You are on my speed dial list where I can reach out to you and say, Sister Tiffany, I need some tips. Give me some more tips. You know, so, but I appreciate you. (laughs) Appreciate you. And I know you as our listening uh, audience that you have been tremendously blessed. Again, check out our episode notes. We have links. We have different information that's been shared in this podcast. I'm here to reiterate, you can do this. We can do this. We end this thing together. We are more than conquerors and just allow God to be that conqueror that stands strong in you, in your life, in your children's life, in your family, and in your home. God bless you. See you next time. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.org.